guys. Thanks so much for tuning back in to Growing with Henna. This episode is about five things that I wish that I knew before starting therapy. Now, this is for anyone that has been curious about therapy, is about to start therapy, or is currently in therapy right now. And I feel like this topic is more relevant now than ever because of all of the anxiety, uncertainty, chaos, and fear in our world right now. A lot of you may be in a place where you're starting to think about reaching out for help through therapy or in some way like this. So these are just some things that I have learned that I wish that I knew before starting. And no matter where you are in your life, I hope that this episode is able to support you in your journey of wellness in some way. So why should you even go to therapy? What is the point? Now, I want to emphasize that allowing yourself to go to therapy does not mean that your life is in shambles. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know, but you don't have to have a resume, a resume, it sounded like I said recipe, you don't have to have a resume full of sadness and pain in order to go. I like to think of therapy like this. Just as brushing my teeth and getting dressed every morning is as boring and mindless to me as the next person, it's necessary work in maintaining our health. Now, therapy is like hygiene for your brain. Just as you need to clean the dirt from your body every day, you must also practice mental hygiene frequently in some way too. That could mean meditation, journaling, therapy once a week, or even once a month. That is up to you to decide. Everyone uses a different brand of toothpaste, just as everyone has their own way of coping with the inevitable pains and adversities of life. Now, for me personally, I have been in therapy for almost my entire life, really. I started by going to family therapy with my family when I was young, and when I really started to feel the pains of life in my teenage years, I started with week-by-week therapy Then I actually lived in a therapy home, they call them residential homes, for about a month and two weeks. And after I got out, I switched to partial hospitalization therapy and then outpatient group therapy. Now I attend therapy about once or sometimes twice a month. Now, although I've been able to overcome the incredible feelings that I was facing, they still have the potential of creeping their way back in if I don't continue to practice my mental hygiene. So without further ado, let's start with number one. All right, number one, therapy is like dating. What I mean by this is that You may not always love or even get along with your therapist on your first try. It's really important that you feel comfortable and safe sharing anything with your therapist. And in order to do that, you have to like them first. Not only should you feel comfortable being vulnerable, but you also need to find a therapist that will be able to respond to you in a way that makes you feel heard, understood, safe, and empowered. So I have had around 13 therapists in my life, and out of the 13 therapists that I have had, I've genuinely loved and felt empowered by two of them. And 
If any of my therapists are listening to this right now, by the way, shout out to you guys because I would not be able to get to where I am without you and I'm forever grateful for your well-intentioned support. Okay, so I've had 13 therapists. Now, a big reason for this is simply due to the fact that some of the therapists that I've had were not meant to be long-term, so I inevitably had to find another therapist anyway. For example, when I was living in the residential home, we all were assigned a therapist for our brief stay there. And after we got out, we would have to continue with some other program or some other therapist. Plus, I kind of moved around a lot as a teenager because I lived away from home um, my high school years. So it was a matter of just finding therapists in my area. So that's also why I just had a good variety. Now, some of these therapists also... Among my list of 13 were school counselors, but a good handful of them were just people that I didn't get along with. Now, they had the best intentions in mind and were only coming from a good place in their heart, but just as it can be with dating someone, we just weren't compatible and I didn't feel like they were the one for me. The therapist that I have now is, for lack of a better word, just amazing. I feel like I went through all of the therapists that I've had just to find her. She listens to me perfectly. She is incredibly well-spoken and she speaks to me in a way that makes me feel truly heard, understood, safe, and empowered. She always listens to what I have to say, but the biggest thing that I really love about her is that she's able to respond to me in such a way that I have never felt from any other therapist. No matter what I'm feeling, I always leave our sessions feeling so much lighter, brighter, and motivated. I affirmed, actually, that she was the one when she had to take a short leave due to her own personal emergency and she switched to FaceTime sessions. This was pre-pandemic pre pandemic era in 40 BC. I know, oh my gosh, when was that? And at the same time, I had to renew my sessions with her through my insurance. And generally, I prefer my therapy sessions to be face-to-face. So I tried going with another therapist for a while. And he was actually really nice and listened to me well. But um, And his responses were well-intentioned. But I just didn't get along with him in the way that I felt with my other therapist It was like every session that I had with him just made me miss her so much more. Plus, I had to start all the way from the beginning in that he was a new person, so I had to spend most of my time explaining to him where I was in my life, what I've been through, and a lot of it just felt like catch-up. So after this pandemic hit, most human connection has been virtual anyway, right? So I decided to go back to my homegirl OG therapist and I just had my first session with her again recently and it made me so, so happy to reconnect with her again and I just felt at home and that's how I knew she was the one. (laughs) Now I share this not to tell you that it will take 13 therapists for you to find the right one. It might take you two or three tries or maybe you'll land it on the first try. But don't allow yourself to settle with anyone that doesn't make you feel genuinely understood and empowered. Therapy is about your mental health and feelings, not theirs. Of course theirs matter. 
but you are specifically going to them with the intention of working through and talking about your own. So just as with dating, don't allow yourself to settle with anyone that even in the slightest way makes you feel unheard or disrespected. Okay, number two, be selfish. Your time with your therapist is specifically for you. That's what you paid for. That's what they studied for. And that's why they chose this profession and they're sitting down with you. It's silly to think of now, but I used to have moments where I would just feel bad about talking about myself so much because in my head, I thought it was rude not to ask how they're doing too. But it's okay to ask how your therapist is doing and how their day went, but don't allow that to take up most of your session time. This is a time specifically set aside for you to be selfish and work through your own feelings, not theirs. And I say that in the most loving way possible. Number three, take their advice and do your homework. Sometimes a therapist may give you some advice or homework such as journaling out what specific event uh, means to you or it can even be as vague as allowing yourself to start exercising. Unless it's advice that really goes against your core values, do your best to follow it. You can better figure out what works and doesn't work for you down the line, but the advice that they give is usually pretty spot on and accurate. It's important to keep in mind that therapists with experience have helped many people work through their feelings and in consequence, they have seen what has worked and not worked when it comes to healing ourselves and promoting wellness. Now remember the whole purpose, well, the whole purpose, gosh, I swear you guys, sometimes when I'm recording these, I feel like I just stumble over my words a lot and then it makes me want to pause it and cut it out and I feel like I'm just judging myself sometimes through this whole process. So I mean, I'm a human being. This is how my speech is sometimes so I'm just gonna leave it and give myself grace about it every day is a different day I've had such a weird week so I am doing this because I care about you I see the value in this I'm passionate about it and even though I'm feeling weird you know I still get to keep going okay where were we um oh yeah so remember the whole purpose of going to therapy is to serve you and heal you. So a part of it is following their requests and being respectful about it. Now, I say this because sometimes my therapist would give me homework of writing out how I felt about something and I wouldn't do it until sometimes minutes right before walking into the session. Um, coming in prepared only proved to not serve me, but... I look back and think that if I allowed myself to really follow the deadlines they gave me respectfully and if I took their assignments seriously, it would have helped me work through some things at more depth and a lot faster. All right, number four. Therapy is not something to be ashamed of. Instead, it is something to be proud of. Asking for help is not easy to do. The fact that you respect and honor yourself and your feelings enough to reach out for help is something that speaks volume of your character. Life is not meant to go through alone. Embracing the fact that you have emotions and you are a human being is not a weakness. 
One of the hardest things that we can ever do is be vulnerable. But once we allow ourselves to do that, it opens up so many doors of opportunity and healing. Guarding your heart and pretending like your emotions aren't there will only make you feel worse. So if you've been feeling on edge, embarrassed, or have been having mixed feelings about being in therapy, starting therapy, or even asking for help in general, I want you to know that I respect and I admire you and the fact that you care about yourself enough to be honest with yourself and have taken that extra step to accept the care that you deserve and ask for help is not a small feat. It is an affirmation of your strength and courage and it will take you very far in life. All right, we, if you made it this far, I am commending you. This is number five. We made it. Okay, trust the process. Know that it will take time for you to heal. You won't go to therapy one day and completely feel better about everything that's been causing you deep-rooted pain after just one session. It is a journey. Don't be afraid to talk about your crazy dreams or even your sexual behavior. Be transparent and honest. Ask the questions that you're afraid to ask. Trust that you are healing and that you are getting stronger and wiser each day. You have to help them help you. You are a flower in bloom. It takes time, sunlight, and care to grow. Even though I've been able to overcome the very deep issues that I was facing in my life, I still have so much more room to grow and I still go to therapy because for me personally, it has been a profound ingredient in my healing and wisdom. If you don't like or appreciate things that your therapist says, then tell them. It's okay to not like them. It's okay to find a new one. Just be honest about it and be honest with yourself. But most importantly, give yourself grace and trust yourself. Again, you are a beautiful flower in bloom. Make room for it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Growing With Henna podcast. If this episode or this podcast has been of any value to you, please share it with someone that you think would love it and would also benefit from this. You can even say, I don't know if this will help you, but this was of value to me today and I thought maybe it can help you too. Also, if you feel so moved, please go to iTunes and leave me an honest thought and an honest comment. I have no reviews right now on Apple Podcasts, so that would be amazing. Please like, follow, and share this podcast. It will really support me in my journey of reaching more and more people. Until next time, keep on growing.